Right. So do we do got Vic in the building? So, so uh, basically to start it off, I think Deshaun, I, I just want to ask you, man. So, because I know a lot of people were interested, uh, especially at InvestFest, like how how I got started. So I, I kind of want to ask that question to you. Like, what were your early influences with how you got to uh, into financial literacy? So, uh, honestly, man, you was one of my early influences, bro. Like. I think it, <laughs> it was just uh, it was um, me graduating from college with the bachelor's, realizing, oh, cool, work wasn't really happening. So I started being a teacher, started going to grad school. And in that time, it was like, all right, this money thing, there's more to it than just working a nine to five, getting paid, putting money into a savings account. And, and it was uh, someone in your life who kind of introduced the idea of even investing in the stock market right i mean of course as you know when we were younger we didn't have like retirement accounts we didn't set none of that up like none of that was even there so it started with this app called uh loyal three what was it loyal three yeah <laughs> it was it was, it was basically our first introduction to trading in the stock market we we were able to buy fractional shares um, and I'm not, I'm not going to try not to throw too many like vocabulary words out there, but basically we were able to purchase shares without purchasing an entire share. Like if we wanted a share of square, we can purchase 12.3 shares of square. Um, that was the initial introduction to it. And from there, man, it just was like, all right, well, now we got to learn about retirement accounts. Now we got to learn about brokerage brokerages outside of you know low three where you can just purchase normal shares opening up retirement accounts on your own and then also this was when we had just started working with our jobs as teachers so we were actually getting a retirement account outside of just you know the ones that we started on our own so um yeah man like the combination of all those conversations and then just realizing that it's not just us who don't know this information, right? We aren't the only people. When we're talking amongst our friends, it's almost like these are new conversations that we've never had before. And it's like, we are 25 years old. Why are we, <laughs> why are we just are we? not getting introduced to the stock market and retirement? Like, So from there, it was like, there's a gap, bro. There's a gap in the financial literacy. There's a gap in financial education. And that is kind of where it's, started for me right like wanting to bridge that gap wanting to talk to more people about it and get people to understand how important it is like even investing at an early age like as early as possible so that was man, I, I completely agree man and i sometimes i just wonder mm -hmm. i'm like like we did luckily we started at still a, a, a young age because mm -hmm. we started at what 20 24 23 some, somewhere around there yeah. i'm just like what if i what if we had started at 18. I know. You see what I'm saying? That was know, five man. years of us just not knowing. And that's why it's, it's kind of crazy to me that they're not teaching these things in, in a grade school. Mm -hmm. Because really, start from, it should start from elementary. It should be embedded in us. Because one thing that everybody has in common, no matter what their, um, their background is, no matter what their career uh, track is, mm -hmm. they, need, mm -hmm. they, need exactly. money. they need to know how to, how to manage their money. So... For that to not be one of the core subjects in school is insane to me. And I see that a, a few uh, states are actually uh, uh, um, adopting that. 
So hopefully uh, Georgia will be one. And I know that you're in Cali, so hopefully that'll be one um, in the near future. So what what exactly do you think was was your turning point? Like at, at what point? I know I know that you uh, mentioned a few things. Uh, you mentioned like after you got your your bachelor's and um, mm -hmm. when that person uh, came into our lives and started talking about uh, investments to us. Like, but what exactly do you think was the turning point for you? I think the turning point for me was seeing those games, bro. Like <laughs> seeing yeah. the games, like putting the money in and just letting it cook. And then six months later, your thousand turned into 2000 or your 2000 turned into four or however much it was. I mean, I'm, I'm making up numbers, but just knowing that this is not necessarily something that I put so much time into as far as like going somewhere, trading my time for money. It was just, I learned about this thing and I invested. And a lot of things, like the big difference between investing and like working a nine to five is you get a lot of that time back, right? You, of course you spend the time studying and figuring out what you want to invest in. But honestly, bro, the turning point for me was seeing that return on the investment, seeing those numbers go green, seeing that positive percentage going up. And I'm like, that's all I had to do was take some money, put it here and let it sit and wait <laughs> and, wait. <laughs> and wait, man. And um, that's that's one of the core things, like when it comes to investing, starting young is that consistency or just make, making sure that your um, dollar cost averaging continuously money, putting money in, but also most important is being patient because so many people want that return to happen in like a week or a month. And it's just like, man, come on. It's, that can happen for some people, but the slow growth, I think that, that um, that's like the key to financial freedom, right? Like just letting that money grow real slow. So, man, it's it's funny that you um, that you that you stated uh, being patient because I don't know if you remember like I think we we talked about this a little bit um, on the last one but I don't know if you remember when we were in Nintendo and we kept like jumping in jumping out jumping in yes. jumping out every time it went down the slightest we get out and then when it was going up <laughs> oh let's get back in let's get back in and, yeah we made a little we made a little bit of money but. You know, at that point, we're day trading. No, you know, that, seriously. Yeah, and at yeah. that point, we didn't have the twenty. We didn't have the twenty-five uh, thousand in there mm -hmm. to day trade. Right. So we ended up getting our accounts banned. I don't know if you remember oh, that. Dude, it was six months, right? Or we just couldn't. I, I think. I, think I feel it like, like it was crazy like that. It was either like six or nine months. I can't remember. Basically, was, we had to wait pretty much like almost a year, bro, before we could like do any type of what was it called uh the uh the margin like we couldn't use any margin we put money in we had to wait like three days yeah. before we could use the money that we put in all because well that was because we didn't really know the rules know. right we yeah. didn't know the rules we didn't know the rules so like the whole three day three day trades or is it five day trades in a week something like that um but yeah you're right we were extremely impatient and we were another thing we were doing was trading with straight emotions, bro. Like that's something else that if you're going to get into the market and the plan is to grow your money slow, be patient, you cannot trade on emotions. And that's exactly what we were doing. We were like watching Nintendo go down, getting scared or whatever, pulling the money out, 
we see it go up, we get excited, we put the money in. So that's another thing you got to try and avoid when you're going into this market um, is just trading with so much emotion because, yeah, it'll you end up losing out on money <laughs> because <laughs> cause you just say what? I said Angel get banned. Oh, yeah. Get banned too. <laughs> we had to open up a whole nother account. I opened up a TD Ameritrade because of that. I remember, man. <laughs> I remember, bro. So, but all right. So, what about you, though, Cornell? I know that I talked about kind of my origin or my um, beginning of how I got into, you know, wanting to learn more about financial literacy, financial education. What was it for you? All right. So, um, for me, this might sound funny, but I think that facts over uh, feelings. When it, oh yeah, facts over feelings for sure. Uh, so. So for me, it was actually, and this might sound weird, but I think it had to do with low self-efficacy. Me not feeling that I could um, do a lot with my with my main job. Like at that point mm. in my life, you know what I wanted to do? I was coming out of a, I was coming out with a bachelor's degree. I'm in student loan debt. I don't know what I'm about to do with this behavior analysis degree. Right. Because you know, right. at that point, this is before I'm a teacher. You see what I'm saying? So this is before like I became department chair, like all all that. So yeah. I didn't have high hopes for myself because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And you know, now that I'm older, I see that that's most people that's coming out of college. But at that point, I didn't see it as that. So my friend uh, Jordan, he actually told me about a savings account. It started with a savings account. Uh, you're loading, bro. Are you still here? I'm still here. You. We're just loading on my end. You were mad okay. pixelated, but you're good now, though. All right, I just turned off my Wi-Fi. Is that better? Yeah. You sure? Yep. Okay. You still look a little fuzzy, but. <laughs> All right. How about you look good on my end? All right. So it might be on your end. Okay. okay. Um, let's run it. If you can hear me, let's let's run it. So um, so yeah. Jordan, he told me about a, a savings account. Mm -hmm. So it was where you could just put your money in and get 2% on it just by, by sitting, letting it sit there. Mm -hmm. So from there, I'm like, man, this is, this is crazy. I'm, you know, it wasn't a lot of money, but for me at that point, it was like, I'm getting money for nothing. So even right. all amount, like I'm a, I just graduated from college. Like any amount is good for me. Like, even if it's $5 a month, that's, that's mm -hmm. like, hey, for me, that's a whole meal. And being a a broke new graduate, that that's cool. So right. from there, I was just like, like man, there has to be another way to to make money out of nothing. Mm -hmm. So then I start I start doing my own research, and I'm like, okay, so it looks like stocks is the way to go. But I think I had analysis paralysis because even though I knew I needed to invest in stocks, I didn't find out I didn't find out how, and I didn't. Uh, I didn't do it on my own. So luckily, I found someone that was already doing it. Right. And when I looked at her account, I was just like, dang, like, how, how do I get to where you are? Because, mm -hmm. you know, I think mm -hmm. her account looked crazy to me. Yeah. And I, like, there's, and I wasn't introduced to people that had that type of money in their account. Right. That wasn't, that, that wasn't something that I was privy to because it wasn't taught to us. Mm -hmm. in the low in in the lower grades and and in th throughout all of grade school we right. just didn't so now right. 
I'm seeing it. This changes my whole idea about money. It's not just let money come in and then let money go out. Like you're now I'm, re, I'm retaining some of this money. Right. You see what I'm saying? I'm retaining some of this money. And now that money that I'm retaining is working for me. So, yeah. I, I'm sorry. No, nah, I was going to say what you said was extremely important. And it's like the network of people that you surround yourself with. Right. If you were never introduced to that individual, if you are even to the point where she felt comfortable enough to show you her account, because we don't even know who we're hanging around. We probably did have friends that were investing in the stock market, but those relationship that wasn't even like the that wasn't the type of relationship we had with them. It's like, hey, let's go to the bar and you know get take some shots or you know what i mean <laughs> or let's get, hop on the xbox but it's never talking about the finance the financial literacy part my bad go ahead what you got what you want to say crazy about what you just said mm-hmm. that people around you will be doing it but you find out about it. it's like oh and then i i get this information about the savings account from jordan i go to somebody else and i'm like yo did you know that you could just sit your and be like yeah i knew about that and you didn't and you didn't say anything i'm telling you bro <laughs> <laughs> you, you and you didn't say anything like what is yeah. that it right. and i'm sorry no 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 go ahead go ahead you want to roll <laughs> with the with the stocks you know i i we found out about stocks from that individual then i went back to to jordan i'm probably gonna tag him in this too mm-hmm. I, I went to jordan i was like yo did you know about stocks this is the guy that told me about the savings account he was right. like yeah i had 50 shares of starbucks when we were at stillman <laughs> so we in here playing Halo, Street Fighter, <laughs> and you don't mention anything about you investing in stocks this whole time, bro. You get, you get. And that's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like I get it. Move in silence so you don't get distracted. But don't move so much in silence that you're not putting the people that you care about on like that. You gotta at least, you know, what I'm saying, share game, share, share the wealth, man. And that I think is the perfect segue. That's why we created investors playbook you feel me that's why we are here so that we can not do gatekeeping so that we can educate and teach people everything that we have learned so far continue to learn from them and really just like put it all out there man we don't want people we don't want the excuse to be i didn't know right like that is just we 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 want to teach people bro and i mean that one of the reasons why we created this organization this company was to educate people and do that exact thing that was you know what I'm saying, kept from us when we were younger. Not that it was even done on purpose or anything like that. It's just, I don't know. Maybe they just thought we wouldn't be interested. I don't know what it is, man. It's, but yeah, it's not talking yeah. enough. So now enough. we're able to, to, to break that curse, mm-hmm. you know, bring, bring people into like, bring people to the t- table and say, hey, look, I wish that I had done this when I was 18. And for the people that's, that, that are older, it's okay. Because, you know, Now's the best time to start. It's like, okay, you missed these years, but you can still have this by this time. You know, we can still give them a goal and and teach them how to attain that goal. Mm -hmm. Right. By by them just putting money in now for their future because they still have to retire. And your retirement depends on what you're doing now. If you're not Mm -hmm. doing the right things, you're going out and partying and you're, you're, um, doing something crazy with your money then yeah. your retirement might not look like you wanted to you might have to there are a lot of people that have to downgrade their lifestyle 
before retirement because they did not plan properly. Right. Correct. And I think that what you just said, um, when I did my presentation at Nesby, one of the ladies who spoke said that exact thing when she would talk to like certain financial advisors and certain financial coaches, their response was only if you would have started investing 10 years ago. Like you, you don't, for someone who's trying to get financial help, that's not what you say to them. You don't, <laughs> you don't, it's not helping if you're telling them what they should have did 10 years ago. So I just want to double down on what you just said. It doesn't matter if you didn't start 10 years ago. Starting now is the perfect time to start, right? Starting now is the perfect time to start. And I mean, I have nieces and cousins who are like 21, 22. And that's like, yo, you are in the ideal spot. Like now is the time to get started. So even if it's not you getting the information for yourself, get the information for someone who you care about, who is at that age of like, all right, cool. Now's the time to start investing. Mm -hmm. But yes, to your point, age is not, I mean, your age does not determine how, how soon you should start investing. It's just when you're ready to, once you come learning information and you feel comfortable doing it is when you should start. It doesn't matter how old you are. Right. So I definitely want to let people know that for sure. But yeah, man, um, I guess another question that I have for you is how can people, how can we help people directly? Like what, what are some of the things that we can offer people as investors playbook? I know we said a lot, but like specifically, what are some of the things we can offer? Um, first and foremost, which I feel like is the most important, uh, you know, setting up people with a budget because there are a lot of people that don't know what's coming in and don't know what's going out. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, even with these subscriptions, like people will get subscriptions and forget about them. They'll uh, eat out every day, you know, which isn't always a bad thing if you, if you have a budget for it. Right. So getting people, get, letting people know where their money is going. Yeah. So that's the first part and the most essential part. Absolutely. Secondly, what we do is we teach people how to invest. We teach them what account they need based off of their own individual circumstances. Mm -hmm. We we teach them what to look for when investing. Mm -hmm. So we don't we don't manage portfolios, mm -hmm. but we can teach how to create their own portfolio. If that yeah. makes sense. So perfect sense. Make perfect sense. Now, yeah. now they're not reliant on someone managing their portfolio looking for um advice and validation because they know what to look for they know what works mm -hmm. so they're able to do it with themselves now so now they're able to when they when they get when they get recommendations on what they should put their money into they're able to use their own judgment and mm -hmm. like hey is this a, is this a a financially sound decision should i do this <coughs> just 100 percent trusting someone else i right. feel like I feel like money is, is too important to be trusting someone else with because right. we needed to live right exactly and uh to your point too is it's you know the, the budgeting the assisting with the account creation assisting with the account creation um teaching what to look for but not only that but just understanding finances holistically right i think 
helping teach people about the different vocabulary words that come with financing. I mentioned a couple, like dollar cost averaging. Someone probably never heard of that. Um, uh, I know in the last live stream, we were talking about options. We were talking about calls and puts. People were like, what, what is, it's like, <laughs> it's almost like uh, investing has its own language because like they was mentioning earlier, a call does not mean pick up the phone and call someone in, in, in the stock market. A put does not mean put something down. It, it means it's it's completely different definition. So that's something else that I just wanted to make sure, like even just that financial literacy uh, glossary, right? Uh, words that people just might not understand that go into understanding and learning um, those different types of investing and those different keywords and key terms that come when investing into the stock market, not just uh, personal accounts, but also retirement accounts as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Of course, that's something else that we do, the retirement. We help people set up with a plan. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you were spot on with that. Um, we, we ask people, you know, what their goal is when they retire. Because, of course, nobody wants to take, like we mentioned earlier, no one wants to downgrade their life in their, in their older years. So we figure out, we figure out um, how much they want, what's their goal how much they want, how much they'll need for retirement. Mm -hmm. And we come up with a plan on how to get, get there. Like, what do they need to put aside every two weeks to reach this goal for them? Mm -hmm. Because, of course, everybody's goal is different. Everybody's lifestyle is different. Right. So a person's goal will not be a, another another person's goal. So what we offer is an individualized plan. Absolutely. And that's one of the first things that we'll talk about, right? Before even the creation of the budget, we need to know what it is that you want, right? What it, what, what your goals are. Um, and that can just, that'll help tailor the budget and help us figure out how you, how you should be allocating the funds that's coming in. So understanding your financial goals is like, that's number one, understanding what it is that you're looking to do. Is it to pay down debt? Are you looking to purchase a home? Are you trying to save for retirement? Like what are your goals? So that's again, something else that we definitely help with. Um, and then just to add to something else we do, I think we mentioned earlier how important your network is. Investors Playbook is a growing network of like-minded financial contributors. So we offer that as well, not just uh, the coaching, not just the budget creation, but also just a space for people to talk about finances, for people to bounce ideas off of each other. So it's not just me and you talking to an individual, but it's me and you talking to an individual and that person talking to someone else that's in the investors playbook group and them having a conversation. And who knows, like we don't know everything about finances. Someone in our group can bring up a whole new topic and that is just accessible to anyone inside the investors playbook group. So just making sure that people understand that that network that we're creating of like-minded individuals is something else that we offer for sure. Just ensuring that the people, and of course, It'll be, you know, positive conversations, but it'll be a good place to bounce ideas off of and learn about things that you might be interested in, things like real estate, things like understanding different tax codes, and the the number of the the number of items just goes on and on and on. So yeah, network, our community is uh, another thing that we have at the Investors Playbook. So another resource just out there, you know. And I, I'm looking forward to that growing, man. Yeah, and um. People, people coming to that group to to just share what what's happening in their financial journey, or maybe just to to share a tip that people may not know.
like how Jordan uh, told me about savings account. There might be people that, well, there are people that don't know about high yield savings account. There's, there are people putting their money in savings accounts with a 0.01 interest rate just because they don't know that there's better. Whereas mm -hmm. the community is on Facebook. So um, it's actually in the, my, well, it's in both of this. bios. Yes, it's in Investors Playbook uh, LLC. It's in the bio. You click on that, the Facebook community should be in the link tree. Mm -hmm. Correct. Uh, Along with, uh, yeah. I was gonna say on our YouTube as well, uh, something else that they should go follow. What we can do is just post all of these in the chat, or um, yeah, you can click on Investors Playbook LLC and find us that way. But more than likely, it's gonna be at Investors Playbook LLC on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. Right. So the YouTube was just started. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're planning on posting content after today. This will go on our YouTube. Yep. So I have to go ahead and put that in the link tree. So that's not that's not in the link tree right, right this second, but before the end of the day, it will be there. Yeah. All right. So yeah, man. But not. Uh, I think that. How you feeling? Excited. I think we, I think we hit all our points points man I, and i feel like you, i feel like you made some um some real good points some real good ideas to bounce off of i think it's a good one man you as well man you as well i'm looking forward to this like you said the community is going to be something that's going to continue to grow um i'm ex i'm just as excited as you uh, to to kind of see this blossom and it's funny because we <laughs> we had an investors playbook community uh previously but I think it was taking a, a direction that we didn't really want it to go. So and the crazy um, thing, there were over a hundred members in there. I know. Oops. So just imagine now that we like we were rolling it out the proper way. I think that uh, with this this type of organization, we we can give and provide people the resources that we want to give and provide them. Right. So we actually feel good about the content we're getting out and putting out. So no, that was a big part of the last one. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, sounds good. Cool. All right. Next week. I'll see you next week, man. All right, man. Well, yeah. Thank you, everyone who who came and participated in the live. We appreciate the comments. We appreciate the questions. Um, this was uh, second week in a row. What's that consistency word that we like to use? All right. We'll be back at it again next week. Straight up. All right, brother. Yeah. Okay.